1: Zone Time is back with a fresh new episode. Rahef is here, Sam is here, and Omar from In The Mentions is also here for this week's episode. How's everyone doing? Everyone doing all right? Everyone had a good weekend? The first week of the season is behind us. These games actually matter, Omar. It's not preseason. Listen to me. Okay, we're going to do this right off the top? Okay.
2: So, okay. Julian thinks that the preseason doesn't matter. All right, And I'll say, okay, that's fine. So, let's look at the Montreal Canadiens, who only won two games in the preseason. And where are they at now? Loss, another loss, perhaps another loss. And then they're going to be facing uh, Carolina Hurricanes and Jesperi Kock and Yemi. You're really going to tell me the preseason doesn't matter? Plus, plus, who went off in the preseason? Michael Bunting. And who's going off now? Michael Bunting. Now, if you didn't watch the preseason, you'd be like, oh, this guy came out of nowhere. But no, I watched the preseason. I watched that hat trick. It was great. It was sweet. I watched the other goal. Four goals in the preseason, and now everything's adding up together. So the preseason matters. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Uh, uh, can we add, like, I don't know if you guys ever watched the ESPN show Around the Horn, where the uh, occasionally mute panelists, whenever they kind of go on a little too long. No, you listen. might need to do that for Omar <laughs> please, going forward. Please,
3: please. <laughs> no, for Michael Bunting rant.
2: Yes, yeah. all called, they all called me a madman. They all said, oh, oh, why are you okay. putting your stake on someone who just signed? Uh, I don't know where has like, a 26% shooting percentage. No, he's good. He's solid.
1: I got his jersey, and I'm proud. Omar. Yes. Omar, we'll, we'll get to Michael Bunting a little later on in the episode. Right. <laughs> and I realize the transition to our first topic will be a little bit awkward now. Mm. But uh, we do have to talk about uh, one of the bigger, if not the biggest story in the NHL right now. We have to talk about Evander Kane and his latest turn of stupidity i'm allowed to say that right we're allowed to say this is stupid i'm not gonna yep. be professional and be like oh his latest transgression this latest uh folly that has no this was stupid he got caught with a fake vaccination card he got investigated by the league and he's suspended for the next 21 games i've already been on the Iowa sports hockey podcast with justin cuthbert and talked about how he needed to wise up And he hasn't wised up and now he's paying the price for it.
4: I mean, I was completely unsurprised. I I would actually go further than what you said. I don't think it's just stupid. I actually think it's, it's incredibly malicious and selfish, like to fake a vaccination card, not just for, presumably not just for the NHL. Like he's probably been using that for other places he's, he's been going. It's completely irresponsible. It's ridiculous that he didn't think he was going to get caught. But I guess in the long line of things that Evander Kane has done over the last year, over the course of his career, it's pretty par for the course. And I, I don't know how many chances you have to give someone to just show you who they are before you're like, this guy is like, he's, does he belong in this league? Like, yeah, he's great on the ice, but he is a train wreck.
2: Yeah, I think personally for me, the, the thing that bothers me the most is that like Evander Kane was part of something that was so important to hockey, you know, for me as a black man, um, being the hockey diversity Alliance. And not only was he part of it, but he was also one of the leaders. He was doing interviews. He was speaking out about the importance of, of diversity and awareness within hockey about different initiatives that need to be done within the, within the league, uh, different things like Gary Bettman and, 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 and so on, need to do to to make sure that uh, different people's stories and different things are kind of put put to light. And then now I just feel like it's it's it taints that, right? And and it shouldn't because it's a completely different conversation. But I feel like it might. And now now we're at a moment where before the hockey diversity alliance was talked about it a lot, and now we barely even bring it up to the point where I think a lot of people even forgot that it was a thing in the first place. Um, and I, I hope we don't get to a point where, you know, because Evander King was affiliated with um, with the hockey diversity Alliance that it's completely swept under the rug, but now there's the built-in excuse, right? Some people might be like, oh, okay, well, why should we support something that Evander Kane did? Evander Kane did this and this and this and this and this, and it's just a built-in excuse. And that that's where I'm kind of at. Obviously what everything that Sam said was, was, completely bang on it it's stupid it's selfish it's dangerous right um especially when, the, when we're at a point where we're trying to get back to a level of normalcy and this just sets everything back but it's just i can't help not think about this story and what uh, an inventor kane's tie to the hockey diversity alliance and you know kind of how maybe a lot of those messages and stories are a little tainted
1: now uh, Rehef, I don't know if you wanted to add anything with the whole Evander Kane ordeal. I, I know I've, I've been a little bit emotional about that and, and Sam and, and Omar have been able to speak their piece.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just 100% agree with everything Sam and Omar said. Um, I guess I'll just add, I think that um have had enough chances, I would say. Um, there comes a time, I feel like, where you can't justify the pros on the ice with all of the negativity surrounding a player off the ice. It just becomes too much. It becomes distracting. And it's just, it's not good for the league. It's not good for the sport. It's, it's not good for just the people around Evander Kane and the people just involved in this entire situation. And so I think we've reached that point now. Um, and, you know, I would say that he's had 100% for me personally enough chances.
1: I don't even know what the sharks can even do with with his contract. I was kind of trying to do a quick bit of research before we started here, and I don't even think they could terminate his contract. They're kind of just stuck oh. with oh, with okay. Evander Kane. Yeah, I, I mean, oh. I, I, I admittedly I, I didn't look too deep into it. There was like a big mm-hmm. headline on a, on a website somewhere that was saying that the sharks are essentially kind of stuck with Evander Kane. Oh. But if you talk to, if you see some of the comments that have already come out from some of the players, there they've already kind of moved on. From right. from Evander Kane it being in their space, and he, I'm, I would assume that if he re- when he, when he returns from this suspension, it's gonna be if he somehow is allowed back in that locker room, things are gonna be pretty awkward. Uh, like, could you imagine if you had a guy like that in your locker room who? has seemingly pissed off everyone to every turn you get to go play how many games without him? And Hey, maybe the dressing room is a lot lighter. Maybe it reflects a lot better on your results. Maybe the San Jose sharks end up having a respectable record after 21 games. And then Evander Kane comes back. Like, what does that do? If you're in that locker room, like I wouldn't want to play with that guy again. Yeah. Especially if, if you
2: or someone, you
1: know, has been
2: touched by what's been going on the last two years, right? You've already heard multiple stories of players, currently who can't play anymore because of complications from COVID 19. And now you see this player who walked around with a fake vaccination card going into different places, right? We don't know what his status was. We don't know if he was contributing to anything. Right. So it, it definitely is, it's tough to be able to to look at him and say like, yeah, for sure, I'll we'll welcome you back into into the locker room and welcome you back as as a teammate, as a friend, whatever you want to whatever you want to say, knowing what he did. Um so, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the San Jose Sharks try to find some way to either, I don't know, terminate the deal or maybe, like, do some, like, we'll put you on LTIR or whatever and just make you sit for the season and try to maybe trade you in some way, shape, or form. But I don't even know, what, like, what team would even would even try to, to pick that up because then you're kind of getting into – we're getting into a conversation that happens a lot in hockey where it's like, okay, can you separate the player from the person and yada, yada. But, like, it seems like something like this is kind of – there's a line, and I feel like the line has been leaped over. Um, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, la- I also yeah, just thought
4: ahead, I thought his statement where he was like, "I made a mistake," was just laughable. Like, yeah, like the number of times players in this league use the word "mistake" to cover things like, like sexual assault. Taking non-consensual photos of a sexual partner, faking a vaccination card, which is a felony—like those, those aren't mistakes. There's an intent there. Like a mistake is you, you have too many men on the ice. You like took a dumb penalty. That's a mistake. This is not a mistake. This is a choice.
3: Yeah, yeah no. I think Evander Kane's only mistake is that he didn't make the vaccination, the fake vaccination passport believable enough. I think that was in his eyes his only mistake because. I mean, who are you even kidding? Like, Who are you even trying to fool? I, unbelievable.
1: And that's a fair point, too. I mean, now you have me thinking like this vaccine. I I mean, it's still kind of strange to me that the States has it where what you could essentially just kind of it's like a piece of paper and you write in like you could just write in like the amount of times you got vaccinated or whatever. Like there's no yeah. QR codes as far as I understand. Like, I mean, I think the rest I think everyone in Canada has some form of QR code or app yeah as a, as a vac- vaccination passport. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to get into a whole thing of politics and all that, but I just think the fact that Evander Kane was dumb enough to try this is worthy of scorn and worthy of, of being punished for. And Brehev brings up a really good point. Like the fact that he wasn't even able to get away with that, it's, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, um, we spent a lot of time. On, we spent enough time on Evander Kane. We spent enough time uh being serious on the podcast which we are able to do on some time uh the rest of the stuff that we'll talk about on this week's episode will be a bit more fun i promise we'll start off with a bit of a vibe check uh we don't have to do this every week but considering the fact that we've got at least three different nhl markets represented uh, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. and Montreal. They figured it'd be cool, you know, after the first few games of the year, just kind of do a little bit of a vibe check with everybody and, and their respective teams. Uh, the team I cover and everyone else's fandoms obviously being acknowledged here. Uh, how are the vibes, I guess, in Toronto? Uh, well, I mean, well, clearly off of what Omar was start going off with Michael Bunting, I, I, it can't be that bad. I mean, no, I wouldn't say it's bad, but I think it's, I think the overall
2: vibe is somewhere between meh it's like people not necessarily caring or finding something to get angry about i think was uh mitch Marner's continuing continuing to trend every single day because he's not getting that many points right he is looking better but everyone's trying to find reasons uh, to complain about him and rip on him and stuff so it's either that or just uh uh Right, and I think again, I think that was kind of where we we're going to expect the entire season because not everyone is going to be as dialed into what's going on. Right, the team could have could have shredded the the Sens and the Habs, and I think people would still have that same that same reaction as to, eh, you know, eh, right. Face the Rangers, get goal Right, everyone's saying, "Oh, the OT
1: was great. That was a sick." That OT. was a great OT, by oh, the way. That was like almost OT, like three right? minutes of just like amazing back and forth end to end play amazing Mm -hmm. now do you want to hear something
2: funny sure i knew they were going to lose and that is what it means to be a lease fan when (laughs) i saw that rangers goalie make all those saves despite what jack campbell did yeah i was like well one point is cool (laughs)
3: <laughs> Especially after the Austin Matthews, yeah. one, the Austin Matthews shots. It's like yep. after yeah. after Austin misses the empty net. It's yep. like okay, there's, yep. there's no way we're winning this. Like yep. the Leafs, the Leafs do not work like that. The universe and the Leafs do not. um Those two things don't go together. So,
2: Rahesh, <laughs> you, you you capture it perfectly because in hockey there are rules. Right, there are established things that take place. If a team yes. starts off the game and they're getting shelled, they're, the shots are like ten to one, and their their goalie's making save after save after save. What usually happens? What usually happens? Breakaway happens. Other team scores. They get a little momentum. They win the game. Right? It does not happen yeah. in Toronto. It, we don't. The the rules do not apply to us. There's a glitch in the matrix. There's a glitch in the system. I don't know <laughs> what we did, but the rules do not apply to the Toronto Maple Leafs. So. When Austin Matthews looked great, he had that. He had, well, he had, like, what, eight shot attempts Six, or something?
3: 16, 16. 16 shot attempts, eight 16, shots on goal. Yes.
2: That's an incredible. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Doesn't score. Coming
3: off of a, wrist, coming off of a surgery, like, mm-hmm. it's just he, he was incredible.
2: Exactly. First game back, looks great, All right? Jack Campbell looks solid. Leafs fans are, are cheering soup. It's awesome. It's cool. That was a cool chance. I champ. knew they were going to lose. I knew it. And then once overtime hits, and then Matthews had the empty net, and Nylander did a sick dangle. Jack Campbell had that incredible save. I was waiting for it. was really good it. save.
3: Oh, and you know it was going to be Panarin, too. Just oh. from the amount of times on the broadcast they kept bringing up, the fact yes. that oh my goodness, Panarin hasn't scored in so long. He's, he's only passing the puck. He's not getting any – I think he had, like, no shots or something, or maybe, like, two shots
0: mm-hmm. in the first
3: few games of the season for him. So you just know, like, you know – it's like when a player plays their first game in the NHL against the Leafs, and you know they're going to score a goal.
2: Yep.
3: There's things that they're, they're things in the script against the Toronto Maple Leafs that must be checked. And yeah, this game is yep. a perfect example.
2: Yep. They they just can't lose. That's one thing that I've accepted about the Leafs. They just can't <laughs> lose, right? You know what I mean? Like teams lose games, right? They just lose the game and that's it. But the Leafs, they just can't lose. There always has to be something, some umph to it, you know? Like, oh, this is the first time that a team did this. Or this is the first time that a team did that. Or, oh, this kid, this is a kid from Scarborough who played his first game against the Leafs. They just can't lose. So yes, You, know, you one, know what I've
3: heard? Yeah. The perfect, sorry, the perfect analogy of what you're saying is like, you know in a Disney movie? Yep. Like a Disney sports movie when yep. there's like, you know, the good team, the one that's, you know, the underdogs that you know are going to win or they're going to do something miraculous. And then there's like the other team. The Leafs are always just the other team.
2: Yep. We're Always. we're the team that faces <laughs> Air like you know those airbud movies? <laughs> yeah. We're the other team. The team yeah. brings up the golden retriever They're like oh my god, what? They have a golden retriever. We're going to win this game. We're that team. That's yeah. the least every single time. So yeah, that's the vibe check. I think we're neutral, but at the same time there's still some
1: apprehension. I-, I thought this was going to be a lot happier for Vibe Checking <laughs> out of therapy session.
3: <laughs> We're Leaf fans. Are you kidding? Yeah.
1: I keep
2: listen, man. I've 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 ordered some things off of Amazon. Do you know what the box was on the, What's box, the box printed? What's... The Leafs documentary all over the box. I can't escape it. <laughs> I can't escape it. The season starts and they're talking about Sheldon Keith's speech on the broadcast. Why? This is Why? our time. Like just, just let just let me just let me leave, let me live let me be happy. We couldn't you call have Michael
1: off bunting. Free...
2: Yeah, you have Michael that, bunting. That is, yes, I do that have Michael bunting he's and like then the in front the runner game,
1: for the Calder.
2: I mean, hey, hey, hey. Hey. That is possible and that yeah, would be sweet, that be sweet. Unless we do nothing in the playoffs then it will not be sweet. It'll just be sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Sam, uh how will the Canucks do it?
4: I feel like it's the opposite of the Leafs. Like, I feel like Omar said it, the vibes are neutral, but for whatever reason, the vibes seem to be really positive. And I don't, I don't understand why they're one, one. Positivity and one. <laughs> in
1: Vancouver? <laughs> the they're,
4: they're one, one, and one. They're in third place behind Edmonton and Anaheim. Like, I guess they look, they've looked okay. They looked pretty good.
3: Yeah, what yeah, the hell
1: is
4: Anaheim doing sucking.
3: there? <laughs>
1: Yo, Anaheim, yo, yo, Anaheim, uh, don't look. Hey, don't sleep on Anaheim. Mason McTavish. The rest of the boys over there.
3: Anaheim. Do you not remember our our podcast last week? We 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 shot on Anaheim. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: didn't think they'd be good. I didn't think they'd be good either. They 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 might still not be no, they might be they still might be trash, but hey, they're off to a winning start at least.
4: I mean they're they're not they're not bad in the Pacific, which really says nothing at that's, all that's
1: that's true that's that's very true look they're not bad they could be the Montreal Canadiens who at look by the time you guys all get this they will still have a losing record and like the first three games of the year they had three goals like Jonathan Drouin is their best player which is is good is very good considering what he's gone through mm-hmm. but uh nothing from Cole Caulfield to this point I mean again this podcast maybe hey you know what'd be funny if I start going out on the caves and then, like, and they Cole just like win, like they hatchet- win like seven nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, things are better now. Uh, mm-hmm. but I'm sure a lot of people are, are it well, no, I'm sure I, I've seen people just be like, oh, this team is, it, I, I knew this team was going to be bad. This is going to be brutal. Imagine when you spare a cock and he comes on Thursday, and if they still lose, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, like. Oh and, that's, oh, and that's what right. I would have
4: expected in Vancouver. And that's not, Yeah, that's not what's happening. People are like, people are like, Hey, this team looks good. I'm like, do they look good though? Like, I don't know why people, <laughs> the vibes are really great in Vancouver, despite the fact that they are one, one, and one. Mm. And, um, they still don't have Travis Hamanick. He's been placed on a temporary leave of absence
0: and okay.
4: no one really knows what's happening. But the vibes are good. Can't explain it.
2: I mean, Thatcher's That's, pretty good. Yeah. Thatcher is O-E- good. OEL
1: doesn't look like, doesn't look bad. Is He, he looks okay.
4: OEL and Garland have looked pretty good.
1: Yeah.
2: They're getting some magic, right? That Philly game. Yeah. Can you, can you tell me, there, there's Disney all over that game. Pedersen scored a goal by accident. <laughs> like, like, I watched that game and I was like, wait, how did that go? And then they, they did the behind the goalie camera. I was like, no way. Right.
1: <laughs> it was Carter Hart. <laughs> right. Oh,
2: Carter. Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: man. Hey, he, re- he rebounded against the Kraken the other night. There's still hope for Carter Hart. Can you
2: say that question. Say that sentence one more time. I
1: mean, they it rebounded. was Carter Hart?
2: He rebounded against who? <laughs> oh. The Seattle Kraken. So we're going to use a rebound against an expansion team as, as as ways to be like, okay, everything's better now or everything's okay now.
1: Look, take wins wherever you can get them in the National <laughs> Hockey League, man. Oh take them God. where you can get them. I'm sorry. Like, Carter Hart needs anything to get himself yeah. going and, and not be down in the dumps this year. Like, come on. Like, mm. even if it's against Seattle. And remember, we're not talking about the expansion teams of, like, the 2000s where, like, you know, they're expected to just suck. Like the Seattle Kraken are expected to be at least somewhat decent, and they're in the Pacific. Like they have a chance. Yeah,
2: that's true. They're actually not bad. That was a, yeah. That was an unwarranted chirp. They're actually they're actually a decent team. That's some bad. bitterness, man. Okay, look bitterness. Look at me. Look at me. I'm waiting 17 years for my freaking team to win a freaking playoff round. I scream bitterness. I I'm so desperate for water that literally I would like I would rob a pool. And just like drink the water right out of the pool, my NaCl levels are high—pure salt, nothing else.
1: <laughs> you, you should stay too, Nomar, because uh, I've got a—I got a couple questions oh, that uh, I think you might enjoy. Uh, I'll just mention this about the Montreal Canadiens before we move on to that. Um, uh, one other thing I didn't mention is that uh, Mark Bergevich could be going to LA. And I don't know if that's actually going to happen.
2: Can we talk about that? So, <laughs> like, sure, yeah, as works. far as so, as far as like being a GM or like for a president or something, or just like, I don't know,
1: I don't know. I'll, here's what I will say about this whole situation. So, for context, uh, there was a tidbit in a uh, Larry Brooks column, uh, the famous New York Post columnist, uh, where he kind of mentioned that uh, you know, don't be surprised if there are any links to uh, Mark Bergevin, the uh, current Montreal Canadiens general manager and the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, their uh, president is Luke Robitaille. And I think, and I forget who told, I forgot who told me this, but I think their GM, Rob Blake, is in the final year of his contract as well. Uh, I, I mean, look, I don't know if it's legit. I don't know if if it's just a convenient leak out there because maybe Mark Bergeret wants more money, but also considering the market that he's been in for the last nine years compared to L.A., I don't know about you, but doing a seizure in L.A. for work, it ain't. that bad i mean not that bad i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know oh i know it oh, i know what, I know I what you know. did there i know what you <laughs> did there i know exactly what you did there but I, um i, I, <laughs> but I, I think, that
2: was a really that was very good thank you thank you I, I try um i think see if so if we're talking about the idea of a bergevin leaving because i was like my question was if it gets so bad in Montreal. Like, do they get to a point where they just say, you know, screw this season. Let's just tank. I've thought about that too. The draft is in Montreal this year, right? It is. So like, if there's ever a moment to get a top five pick,
1: then why not do it on, on home soil? Right. And, and also if the team really goes off the cliff, why not just start as soon as you can with a new general manager? Right. Mm -hmm. But then the next question is who that next general manager could be and, Well, that brings up a whole bunch of other issues. But, uh, yeah, the vibes in Montreal right now are... uh, I think it's a bit of a letdown. A lot of people, I think, thought, you know what? They knew they lost a lot of blood from the offseason, but I don't think people expected it to be this bad. Or I guess it depends on who you talk to. There are some people who saw this coming, but there are Mm. a few other people. I don't think they saw it coming this badly. And, again, I realize that by the time this all goes out, Maybe they'll have a win to their tally. Maybe they'll be zero and four. Maybe they'll still only have three goals for to their tally. The vibes are just when you lose to Buffalo, like you can't puff. really puff out your chest to anybody. Yes, that's true. We lose to Buffalo a lot.
3: Yeah, but, yeah. We we know how that goes. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, yeah. That but like a game loss. Yeah, but like five one or six two. To be whatever a live stream. Ones, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're yeah. losing.
2: Loss. That that outdoor game in March. As soon as they anu- as soon as they announced the opponent, I'm like, loss, Loss. That game are against you, Florida, you... loss. You know why? Joe Thornton loss. Are y'all going to, to Hamilton for this outdoor game? It's in Hamilton. So I, can, right? so I can pay money to watch the Leafs lose in person. No, I'll pass. I went to that I went to to, losing that, in
4: Hamilton yeah. sucks. I went to that. Uh,
2: <laughs> yes. So one of the Leafs' most famous losses was um when they lost 9-2 to Nashville.
4: One of the <laughs>
2: I, I had a choice to pick two games. I had tickets to either buy the Nashville game or the next day where they face, where they face Tampa. Now, my mm-hmm. thought process was Tampa's a good team. And Nashville, they were, they were a good defensive at the time. I, I want to say Barry Trotz is still the coach at the time, right? But they can't score goals. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to the Nashville game, watch them win, and then I'll watch them lose at home to Tampa. And Lord almighty, it was 8-1 at the beginning of the third period. The person was like, hey, do you want a beer? They were like, how how much is it? He's like, $15. I was like, give me two. It was <laughs> – man, Jesus. I paid money to watch them get wrecked. Freaking Taylor Beck or whatever the heck his name was scored two goals. Someone asked me, who who's Taylor Beck? I'm like, I don't know. Like, oh. I just that to be- Leafs game
1: I- was – I you know I'll say this I say I remember the game I remember like the fallout like some dude got famous off that game. Um, Dangled I
2: mean, I mean, Dangle did Steve Dangle right? Yeah, yeah. That also someone I don't threw know a who that is on the ice and they got and they uh, ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone ran, someone ran and whipped their jersey on the ice and then ran away and the security chased them. It was hilarious. Oh and it. I'm like, don't do that. You paid for it. Don't
1: do that <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so uh let's hope for for your sake you don't ever have to live through a 9-2 debacle ever again or hey maybe it'll be fun for the memes anyway the last segment we'll have for uh this week's edition of uh, zone time i tried to come up with some game uh, it, it's kind of like a would you rather thing but i don't have a good enough name for it aside from would you do this? And basically, uh, we're all hockey fans here. You know, maybe we, uh, we're we all into our, uh, well, I mean, I don't really have a team, but, you know, we, we're all into our respective teams, and we're diehard fans. we do anything we'd want for our teams. Would we go so far as to do, I guess, any of these scenarios that I have presented in front of you guys? Uh, this one's for the, uh, the Leafs fans here. So imagine the Toronto Maple Leafs, they break their 17-year curse of not making it past the first round of the playoffs. But Austin Matthews has to join the Arizona Coyotes as an unrestricted free agent. Would you do this?
3: Okay, I have, I have some questions for you for this.
1: Sure, sure. Okay. Go ahead.
3: Question. Question number one. We sure. we make it past the first round. How far are we going? Are you saying we that, miss in the Cup, or is I'm, it just we 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 win the first round?
1: You win the first round. It is not. Determined whether you win okay. the second round or whether you you win a third round or whether you win a Stanley Cup you just you just get past the first round nope okay, and, and everything else after question that could number two. it could be anything question
3: number two yes question number two is Austin Matthews on the team when we make it past the first round or do we that's have to very... give him to Arizona so that we can make it past the first round the following year the that's work? a
1: very good question um you know what? I Julian will... wasn't
4: expecting this.
1: <laughs> I did not expect that question. No, that's a very good question because okay. Austin Matthews could easily leave as a UFA and then the Leafs all of a sudden could get past the first round. Can, can, or would can you we rather stop Austin
2: can be Mad- okay, what magic I'll, into the universe please?
3: Yeah, yeah. Here, let me just answer my question for you. The answer is no. I would not do this. I okay. agree.
2: I agree. No, yeah, no. No.
3: No. It's not happening because um the Leafs winning the first round does not mean Winning the Stanley Cup, and so I would not put it past the Leafs to then lose miserably in the second round. And so for me, that's not worth it. I would rather watch the person, this is so sad to say, but I would rather the Leafs keep Austin Matthews, and I would rather just watch Austin Matthews in all of his glory, even if the Leafs continue to not make it past the first round, than have them make it past the first round once. Maybe they win a cup. And then never get to see Austin Matthews play for the Toronto Maple Leafs again. Mm. No. You love Matthews it's, it's that much? Like yes. Like, because what, like yes. Like, because what Matthews if the Leafs like, make, it make it to a Stanley
1: Cup final? What, what if, if they make
3: it? I, I don't a, have faith in the Toronto Maple Leafs to do that, that especially without Austin Matthews.
2: But here's okay. the thing. Okay, so let, let's play with that idea, Julian. What if sure. we do it? So uh, Matthews goes to Arizona. And then the Leafs make it to the Stanley Cup final. You know who we're facing in the Stanley Cup final? The Arizona Matthews. Coyotes. And you know who's gonna light us up? Austin Matthews. And then he. How do you the- know it's the Arizona Coyotes? <laughs> one thousand percent. Because it's the Leafs, man. Because it's the Leafs. That's <laughs> it'll be why. Be Austin Matthews I, and Louis Erickson. You, I am telling. Oh my yes. god. It'll be. It'll, it'll be just the straight up. this it'll be a two on one, and no, even better, it'll, it'll be a two on one. Matthews and Erickson. Erickson will pass it to Matthews. We think he was going to shoot, but he'll pass it back to Erickson. There, Stanley Cup winning goal. I think I think I would quit hockey. I, the I, only I, thing, I'd be done. I'd be done at that point. The We'd only thing that would make it.
3: Yes. The only thing
1: that would make. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. The only
3: thing that would make it better or worse, or what were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say the only thing that would make it worse is if the Stanley Cup winning goal would come because of a Travis Dermott uh, turnover yes. in his own zone. <laughs> sorry <laughs> right. right. sorry no,
2: no no actually you know what actually yeah this is just yes, that the whole thing is perfect so this will happen because matthews is gone we need a new left shot on the power play so that season we'd resign galchenyuk in that game galchenyuk does his little backhandy spin thing but dermot picks it up it's fine. And then Dermott does a little backhand oh spinny God. thing. And then it goes to Erickson. And then back to Matthews. And then back to Erickson. And then they score. And then on in Toronto. It will happen in Toronto. It will be like a game six or whatever. And then the confetti falls. And then Austin Matthews raises the Stanley Cup. Because it will be the captain. Captain Stanley Cup champion at Scotiabank Arena. And how do you dream do, up all
1: these horrible scenarios? <laughs> how do, how do I sleep? Up? How do I dream? Up? What do you
2: mean how do I dream them up? Listen to me. The Toronto Maple Leafs are the embodiment of Murphy's law. Whatever can happen will happen. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Do you, like like are, are can, the whole season, the whole off season, we're talking about oh Will Jack Campbell and Peter Mrazek be a good enough tandem? Both of them have injury problems, but it's okay. If they don't get injured, then they'll be fine. His first game, he gets injured, and then we don't have any cap space to call someone up, so we have to call up a a tryout person. So the whole game, I'm watching Jack Campbell. I'm like, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. And then what happens? He gets run into. I'm like, okay, there it is. There it is. Bishop's going to go in. Then we're going to get lit up. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong, man. So to answer your question, no, I will not take okay. that. I would rather watch Austin Matthews be the best player ever, best leaf ever. And then yeah. maybe the odds are that they win it that they, they win around. But I guarantee if we do this deal, Matthews leaves, we win a round, we get swept the next round. I guarantee it. So I'll take Matthews. Okay.
1: All right. How about how about this one? Uh, the Vancouver Canucks turn into a Stanley Cup contending team. Uh, Hey, maybe they even get a Stanley cup in their future. That means, uh, at every possible opportunity, you have to say that Jim Benning is the best GM, like, like every, like on this podcast, like literally like, we'll be like, Hey, Sam Chang of the broadcast is here. Jim Benning is the best GM in the league. Like you have to admit that Jim Benning is actually a good general manager. I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying that, you know, I,
4: Like for half, I have a lot of questions. My first question is: Are they a contending team, or do they have the Stanley Cup?
1: They're a contending team. They could win the Stanley Cup. There's a really good chance they could. If you're if you're in, we look. The Montreal Canadiens showed us: if you're in it, you have a chance. You're thinking about this. You're. I'm learning, thinking about this. You're thinking <laughs> about like, this. The hard. percentage.
4: The percentage chance makes a big difference, right? Like if it's. If, if your theory is anyone who makes it in could win it, that is literally Jim's philosophy. He has said that that is his plan. Like, we just want to make the playoffs because anything can happen. So if that's that's the scenario, the scenario you're giving me, no, because I think that's a stupid plan.
3: I mean, okay, but if does, it's like, but does contender me mean, like, you know, top five team in the league? Yeah. Because that's what that, I yeah. think, like, a, cond- a contender means. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: If Jim Benning can turn this team into a top five team in the league, yeah, I would say that. I mean, it's about as credible as like the the GM awards every year, anyway.
1: Lou rating winner. He you did know have those, more first place yeah. votes, votes than Mark Burger, but still, it means yeah. a lot to him, I'm sure. The GM- Jim Benning
4: was like top ten in votes for that, like two years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. It's not, like you, it's not like you actually have to mean it.
2: What the heck? <laughs> you know, man, the, 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 the GM award and the and the Jack Adams need to be completely just, like, redone because they are not awarded to the... Like, they they don't follow their definition. They're both... We thought your team would be bad, but it's not award, right? Yeah, Every yeah. year. So. Remember,
1: that thing, there was, like, a point where, like... Remember, remember, Patrick Waugh, I think won the Jack Adams Award. He did. It used he to did. be, it used to be a kiss of death. Like you would win it, and then if you, next year you just sucked, you got fired, it used to be a yep. kiss of death for coaches. Yeah, yeah, man. That Holy first crap! Game, Patrick he... Waugh won a Jack Adams Award. Yeah,
2: he, oh he pushed God. the glass around. He pulled his goalie with eight <laughs> minutes left, and they were like, "Hey, oh
5: my God,
1: that's a coach. Genius,
2: that's a coach right there."
1: We I really think. let we let Patrick Wah win. The Coach of the Year Award the NHL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man,
2: it's it's on his resume, right? Oh like it's man. that's why it's it's the the thought process of hockey people are hilarious because like Sam's point is so true. And here's mm-hmm. the thing: all it takes is one example, right? So Jim Benning and Mark Berger they have the same the same mentality. Just get in, and you never know what's going to happen. Even though that there's only like a couple of examples of it actually working, St. Louis winning the Cup. Was the worst thing that happened in the league? Worst. Oh my god, That's the worst percent. thing. Because they were last what? Places. Last place. Last place in January, and then they steamroll, made the playoffs, win the cup. Worst thing that could have happened. Because now everyone has that mentality: just get in. And then last year, the Montreal Canadiens, right? What I think, uh, as far as the, the league ratings are, 18th in the league, made the playoffs, made the final. So all these other teams, right? They're like, you know what? Mark Bergevin right now is probably like, ah, don't worry about it. We're fine. We're fine. We're okay. Look what happened last year. We were 18th cup final. You're fine.
1: It's okay. Relax. Yeah. Right? I think of a team like the LA Kings, who we think of the mini dynasty they had in the 2010s. That started off of a run where they were the eighth seed. Man, that was disgusting. Right. Holy that was insane.
2: Was 2012 the first? Well, it was when they reverse swept um San Jose. Oh,
1: 2012.
2: That, was, that was such a fun playoff run, man. Oh, that was God. fun. So
1: fun to watch. at times. Season. Okay. I got one. Yeah, so it, yeah, go doesn't, it
4: doesn't mean anything if you say it mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, I can, I can say it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it would just be more funny just because I know how you feel. <laughs> that. That's yeah. the only reason why. If, I, if, I if, he, that if he
4: could actually get this team from where he has them now after eight years to being a top five team. Yeah. He might've had a like dramatic person personality shift or like a lobotomy, but yeah, then I
0: would acknowledge the <laughs> fact that good GM. <laughs> Damn.
1: Okay. I got this one. Okay. So this one actually is a bit more general, and your team actually wins the Stanley Cup here. We don't have to worry if they're a contender or not. Your favorite team wins the Stanley Cup, but you're not allowed to watch them at all. You're not allowed to watch them in person. You're not allowed to watch them on TV. You're not allowed to watch them on some like random stream that has the game. You're not allowed to even you know walk by like a restaurant and the game's on on the TVs, and you're trying to like, peer in. You cannot watch any minute of your favorite team but they go on after, to win the after standard. they win or, or during the run, like, like during the whole thing, like you, you're not allowed to watch them. And like, not even like, Oh, they win the cup. You can watch it back. Like you're just not allowed. Like from this day forward, from the day you say yes, you're not allowed to watch them at all. But I hey, know what that a they dream. Won. you, I mean, you will know that they won I guess, but you didn't, you can't watch it. You can't enjoy it. But I will know that they won. Yeah. Yes.
3: Can I? Yeah. Can yes. I talk to yes. other
2: people about yes. it? Can I yes. go to the parade? Yes. 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 I'm taking that deal. Thousand percent. No hesitation. Uh, yeah. As. Uh, yeah. Yep. Just easily. Like yep. so, so. you yeah, can't I, enjoy. I like
4: watch half the Canucks games by just reading Twitter anyway.
2: No, I can't do that. It,
1: like it would be. I'll just like you like you can't it would disable, do that. So you can't okay. read about it. Yeah. You can't you can't you can't consume like you can't watch them like consume content and be all like, oh, well, I can't watch the games. Well, I'm like, I'm up to speed like 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 they can't really be a part of your life. But you just happen to hear that they won the cup. Yeah, I'll take that.
2: As yeah. long as I know that I can say that the Toronto Maple Leafs won a Stanley Cup in a year that was within this century. I'll take that. Deal.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'm, I'm taking that.
2: As 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 weird as that sounds, and again, it just spe- it speaks to the damage. It just speaks to the damage.
1: The whole diatribe about how much y'all love Austin Matthews. You're you're real. You're willing you know to not You're see making him. me.
3: You're making yeah. me rethink it. To be honest, I'm, kidding, <laughs> <know>? I'm not <laughs>
1: rethinking anything. I'm not rethinking anything. Like I know, like, like you're not had. allowed to watch Austin Matthews. You're not allowed to watch, watch Mitch. It, I
3: can't watch William Nylander score this. No, you can't goals?
1: watch him. You can't even oh, watch
2: Michael Bunting. You can't yeah, watch you. That, that's Monty. a that's a low blow. We didn't have to bring up Michael Bunting, okay? We didn't we didn't need to do that. But you know yeah, what? Like, half can't, the
3: fun I can't, I can't watch Austin Matthews being awarded the Conn Smythe.
1: No, yeah. half here's... the fun of these playoff runs is cheering for your team and seeing them go through all these moments, and then they win the Stanley Cup. Like yeah, that's you just know gonna... what
3: the hell? I take it back. It's not thank worth you. it. Thank you. I don't I make some watch. sense.
1: Like no. come no, on. No, 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 no. I take
3: it back. Oh boy. I, take it back. I take it back. I the the think that's I'm spiteful. If I don't get to watch it, it doesn't get to
2: happen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the yes. thing. Okay. That's yes, right. In most hero stories, there's always the hero that does the right thing but doesn't need the acknowledgement. Oh my god So I can go off in my life knowing that the Toronto Maple Leafs won a Stanley Cup because of me.
1: Do you just oh liken yourself God to a spice. hero, Omar? Yes, I would. Yes. A, I would. hundred percent be a hero. name would
4: be Thick Tackle. I would
1: hundred percent be a. I would a
2: hundred percent be a hero. I, I sacrifice watching hockey for the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the cup. I would, 1, okay, here, would a thousand Okay, here's the deal. I would a thousand Don't percent. Don't watch.
3: Do. This is the deal. You Let ain't slick for that sale. You cannot. You can watch, <laughs> and then because of your sacrifice, we'll win, and then I can watch. I can that's watch. Why I won't
2: take the video. Again, as long as I know what I did, and I know that the Toronto Maple Leafs have won the Stanley Cup, I'll take that. But like, right, keep in mind, right. Omar.
1: In in your case, like, you can't gif about the game. Uh, Sorry already Yahoo, but in the mentions, it's kind of hard for you to do that show if you're just like, yeah, um, I didn't watch the it Leafs. Probably
4: be so much happier.
1: Yeah, um, that, that's actually a very fair point. Actually. It's
4: like yeah. I'd be so much happier if I didn't watch this team.
1: Yeah, that, that's actually a very fair point. Your yep. mental health would, would improve by leaps and bounds. As that's Thanos, actually very that's actually Thanos enough.
2: Said, Thanos said, man, the greatest sacrifice is take the greatest wills. And I'm willing to make that sacrifice for the city, for the city, for the people. The people need a championship. You see it. There are people who literally wear t-shirts that say just one before I die. I could give them that one. And all I are have are you? To is a sacrifice not watching the team? That's fine. I'm
1: Are you team one team. of those people who want the Toronto Maple Leafs at your funeral so they could let you down one last time? Damn.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Julian came up with this whole game just so he could use that line. No.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it literally like just... written,
3: written in the corner. Like, you've been waiting a long time to use that one, right, Julian? <laughs> You made a show oh. around that line.
1: This is admittedly oh, the closest. Oh my god! Damn This is, the, clo- this is the closest <laughs> I will ever get to hosting the Toronto Maple Leafs podcast. I guess. oh
2: my god, that's so
1: funny. Okay, oh, all right. Well, so 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 you so you're really gonna Thanos this and, and be like, yep. I did it at what cost? But at what cost? Yeah. Everything. Literally,
2: Yo, Thanos. The-
1: Thanos <laughs> looked his daughter in the eye and chucked her off the cliff yo yo that that seed yo the feels anyway i don't we don't need to turn this into the avengers podcast but that scene (laughs) that's that's like that's brutal as hell like Mm -hmm. ruthless all that one common i
2: denied i denied my destiny once i will not do it again who knows maybe maybe in some other universe another version of me got that same offer and didn't do it and that is why the team is cursed
3: the multiverse
2: the multiverse who knows yeah. maybe in another uh, universe It maybe. all
4: comes down to omar
2: it is yeah i'm the key
1: that's that's, just, <laughs> oh, that's so narcissistic i'm so,
2: that's so <laughs> narcissistic
1: anyway right. i think we've inf- <laughs> i think we've inflated omar's ego enough uh that's going to do it for this week's episode of uh zone time uh thanks for playing with this uh this game i came up with just randomly uh mm-hmm. it actually worked out a lot better than i thought it would uh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, uh, so the uh, Yahoo Sports NHL uh, YouTube page, and uh, our feed as well, Uh pretty much wherever you get podcasts. You can uh, listen to this on audio form, visual form, and uh we promise you'll enjoy it. And uh, if you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, I don't know. You'll, you'll feel <laughs> some hope, maybe. <laughs> if you're a Canucks fan, you don't feel any pain. If you're a Canadians fan, you're probably feeling a lot of pain. And uh, don't worry, Edmonton and Winnipeg and all the other Canadian markets in Ottawa will will acknowledge you again on a future episode. Someday, I think. Some point. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Bye, guys.